Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. On this week's episode, the doc talks about Andy Allo's upcoming Hollywood residency, the revolution shows at First Avenue, Shaka Khan entering rehab, John Blackwell's health scare, and he also gives us an update on his own health issues. And now, his Uptown Funk will give it to you, Dr. Funkenberry. Uh, thank you, Rita, for that. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. Please make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a review. But most importantly, subscribe. You can also check us out on Stitcher. Today's show, we got a fun-packed episode for you. Right now, we're going to kick it off with our girl, Andy Allo, who's going to be having a residency at the Hotel Cafe here in L.A. soon. And we're going to talk about that after this. Here's a special version of Tongue Tied by Andy Allo on the Dr. Funk Podcast. Can't speak, I'm losing my 
That's a special uh, rehearsal version for her shows coming up at Hotel Cafe next week in Hollywood. That's going to be July 19th at 8 p.m. And then the following week, July 26th at 9 p.m. Then the week after, August 2nd, uh, that's going to be at 10 p.m. And then you have the following, the final week, August 9th, 8 p.m. Andy freaking Allo. Chris, we're going to make it up to one or two of those shows, aren't we? Well, hello, Doc. Yeah, we're definitely going to be uh, at least one of those. Maybe two, right? In the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I saw Andy there, I think it was a year or two ago at a Hotel Cafe, and that was an amazing show. So, yeah, everyone in the Southern California area, make sure if you can, get out Tuesday nights in the next, uh, what, couple, how, eight? Is it eight weeks? Is it two months that she's doing it? Four, Four weeks. Cool, yeah. And unfortunately, I got to bring it up. Meet you there. Like the show that you were at was uh, right before she took the stage, uh, a door opened that's to the door to the Hollywood Boulevard, and then you see the fro, and he stands right by the stage and watches her show. No one knows except for me and Matthew Bitten, which is uh, Lenny's guy, and Andy has no idea. When Andy's walking off stage, it's kind of like the scene for where Prince runs into Apollonia and Purple Rain, the she had no idea that he was there and then boop that's the first face she sees when walking off stage and he talked with her for maybe about 40 seconds and then the door opens poof of smoke there goes the fro on the hollywood boulevard wow and I, people are like what he I was there yeah see. and you know what i was sitting right behind macy gray she was right there in front yep. so she didn't even notice he was in and out we just saw the fro and i look at matthew because matthew was taking photos for annie that night and he's like Guess I'm not taking photos anymore. <laughs> wow, that's so, cool. So, hey, who knows? <laughs> who knows who's going to show up? Yeah, and speaking of other events that are happening, um, just out of the blue, not even a residency, but um, the revolution is taking <sighs> over First Avenue in Minneapolis Labor Day weekend. Yeah, that was a, a surprise and a pleasant one at that for, well, not many people, but it was... Uh, yeah, pretty cool for them to announce that. 
Not many people. <laughs> what we mean by that is, and now it makes you have a deeper appreciation for the heck that you had to go through for Prince tickets, but him trying to make sure it went to the fans and how he was like against the scalpers and sometimes shows would get canceled and redone. So it gave more of a chance. But you can elaborate more on that ticket fiasco than I can because right now, everyone, I'm not planning on being in Minneapolis for that. I know there's been some people that hit me up like it really matters if I'm going. I don't understand. But right now, it's not. I just want to make sure that the shows were promoted, but they obviously were. But why don't you tell us a little bit of uh, how the ticket experience was for you with code words and everything else. The floor <laughs> is yours, Chris. Oh, man. Yeah. He, he doesn't want to have any part of this. But <laughs> so what, what, what I loved was that it was classic prints, you know, and how back in the day we would have to wait for our computers and hope that our internet connection was okay. And we'd have our cell phones out and our laptops and desktops. And we had everyone on conference calls. I remember the good old days when we would all, you know, what's the password? Has everyone got the password, this and that? It was exactly like that. It was almost like they were screwing with us on purpose. Um, so I think, okay, let me, let me see if I can rewind it. I think it was Wednesday when uh, the word was going out that tickets were on sale Friday. So it's like, all right, okay, here we go. Well, then all of a sudden we start hearing, hey, there's a pre-sale. Or I think it might have been the, oh, the countdown. There's a countdown on the, on the site that started moving. It was moving. It was like five hours then it, or three days. Then it was two hours. And then there was like all of a sudden a secret pre-sale for friends and family. Right. And the, so the website really is what it did. It did it. It, uh, it started saying, hey, there's a pre-sale going on now for artists. And so... We, so what did I do? Like any good Prince fan would, and what I used to do back in the old Paisley Park chat days uh, on AOL, you try to guess the, uh, the private room password, right? I did that a couple times. Anyway, so I said, hey, I'm going to try to guess the password for this, uh, for this presale. Do you want to know some of the words that I tried? <laughs> it was Go right ahead. <laughs> no, did you no, try no. what? Yeah. Oh, of course I tried what? The password was not what? <laughs> The password was not. I tried everything. I tried everything. There must have been fifty different Super words. Supercalifragilistic, sexy. That one I didn't think anyone would be able to uh, to uh, do. So I didn't. But anything I tried, everything. So, but yeah, it was funny. And I was I was texting friends saying, you know, did you try this? Did you try that? But then you get a couple people saying, hey, I think I know what the password is, but it's a different presale password. Mm-hmm. It's for. The, another pass or another presale. So we're like, okay, so we have to wait for the next day, but we, and there's a newsletter that you can sign up for and get the email the next day and the password and this, it was hilarious. It was, and I was laughing at myself going, of course they're going to make us go through all this BS. So Thursday morning comes around and lo and behold, we get a newsletter that has a secret newsletter from the, I think it's, well, there were two from the current, the, the radio station that's promoting it, and then also from the venue, from First Avenue. I signed up for both. There were two different passwords. I went with the one that I thought would work, which was MPLS Sound, and that was supposedly the Thursday morning presale for the First Avenue. Well, I'm up. I'm ready. I got my laptop, got my iPhone, and I don't have any internet connection. Oh, no. Zero. Zero. I did something weird. I don't know what happened. I had no internet. So I had to rely on my, so of course, you know, Prince mode, we've all been there. I'm freaking out. I'm trying to get my laptop going. It didn't work, whatever. 
So I'm relying on my cell phone. That's it, my iPhone. Thank you, Apple, for the uh, for the for the the speed of your internet browser countdown. I get as soon as it's time, I put the password in. I go in and I get in the queue. I get four tickets. I'm happy. I went for Friday. I go in for Saturday. Tickets unavailable. As soon as it was like boom, everything was gone. I kept trying, kept trying, nothing. So one down. I'm like, all right, I still have the next day, the Friday, the public sale. Hopefully we'll get tickets for Saturday. Well, in the meantime, I'm thinking, cool, everyone's going to get tickets. I just got, I told everyone, get as many as you can because someone's going to need tickets, right? Mm-hmm. And I already had my, uh, my buddy, Ashley, that I'm going with covered. And I had uh, some other friends that wanted tickets. So I said, I got them in case they don't get tickets. Well, guess what happens? Nobody got tickets. Nobody. Wow. Nobody. So luckily I was able to get a couple people tickets, but yeah, the biggest fans that I know didn't get tickets. My friends, you know, I don't know how many bump squad people are in LA that got tickets, but uh, I feel, I feel bad. But it's interesting because all these tickets are on StubHub for twice, three times, four times the price. Stupid scalpers, man. They, they, they just completely cannibalized everything. Because they're pros. That's what they do. And again, it makes you appreciate what Prince tried. I mean, yeah, we went through hurdles, but he was trying to make sure the fans would get it. Now you went through hurdles and you got tickets. This time there was no hurdles, but you're like, uh, there's nothing available. And you had to keep trying. There may have been like one or two, a few hours later, all of a sudden showed up out of the blue. But really, it wasn't there. Right. And, you know, Friday morning came along and... (laughs) I got lucky again. I was actually on the second tee of a golf course, and I said, "Well, I, this is my one shot." Did the thing? No, no password, no presale password. Just went in, waited for the clock to go down, went in, hit it, got my four tickets, got out, and I enjoyed the rest of my weekend. Now you know, <laughs> Prince would have said he would have hinted that these shows are happening. Right. Then we wouldn't hear anything for right. a few weeks. Right. Then he would have dropped like a, a little clip from a First Avenue show from back in the day. And then like, see, see you in two weeks. And then you'd be like, what? And so you'd fly out. Because now list, some people are flying out without having a ticket. I do know friends now that are just going to go. But look, he would have had it to where you fly out, then he announces it, and then tickets at the door, and you have no scalper problem. Right. And you have more real people going to get in. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a bummer. It's a real bummer because they're going to get hosed. I haven't seen... I've seen the Revolution one time at Family Jam. I didn't make the trek out to Minnesota in the dead winter to support Bobby's MyPurpleHeart.org. I've been in contact with Bobby about stuff because I wanted to know if any of that money was going to MyPurpleHeart.org. I haven't heard anything. And other people were asking that too. They want to know if this is going to charity. They want to Prince's favorites or... Bobby's because Prince did contribute to Bobby's. Yeah, and just to so. kind of, you know, just to let people know, there is an episode with Bobby Z interviewing. You interviewed Bobby Z. It's in our archives. Right. So you can check out the Dr. Funk podcast, the archive edition that has uh, the interview with Bobby Z. And we'll make sure to blow that up as well on Labor Day weekend because he talks about some really cool stuff about the drumming and playing with Prince and some other things that only he can explain. And that was, no else. was that, that was recorded after his heart attack, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, cool. And see, Prince became closer to Bobby after that. Uh, as Prince told me, um, Bobby's been through something. So he lives in the now. Like these people, they want to talk about the past. 
Hey, Prince, you remember the time when? Hey, Prince, remember the time when? Yeah, I remember the time. I was there. <laughs> he just wants to be in the now. And that's what brought him and Bobby closer is Bobby wasn't tripping on the past as much anymore. And he was there with him. So that was cool. Well, and hopefully hopefully everyone that wants to get a ticket can get a ticket and they don't get hosed. You know, hopefully. From what I'm hearing from my little exclusive sources, there's going to be another show. Oh. Yeah. See, Sunday? Uh, I'm not going to go into dates. A Thursday? <laughs> I'm not going to go into dates, but you got Mambo's Combo on Sunday. I Wait, what? I would go with the whole, hey, maybe Prince was on to something with these two shows a night's gigs. Yeah, there you go. A late show. But I'm not show. hearing that. Okay. Um, I am hearing stuff about Questlove that has not been officially announced yet. So I don't want Quest mad at me. So I ain't saying nothing, but it would make sense. Um, and well, then we you, have you just kind of breezed over Dr. Mambo's combo. That's bunkers, right? On Sunday, which was one of the most fun nights from I remember the celebration. We went to bunkers, and I had such a blast. And I know a bunch of people. We all went there, and Jelly Bean was there, and <clears> the guys were on stage. If anyone doesn't know Dr. Mambo's combo, it's a group made up of ex NPG members, right? Jelly Bean Johnson is there. Mm-hmm. You sometimes have Michael Bland in the mix. You know, you got a lot of funky, fun people. Margie and, Cox, Sunny T yeah. sometimes, Tommy Barbaro. It's kind of like, Absolutely. isn't it kind of like a, they're kind of in and out. It's just whoever's in town and they just kind of jam right. together, right? Right. And it's amazing. Sundays. And you can get so. a drink. <laughs> Imagine that. But yeah, I'm, you, I'm telling everyone right now, come meet me at Bunkers and we're going to, we're going to have some fun. Well, I'll definitely be there. Look, stay till Sunday, y'all. Stay till Monday or whatever. Yeah. Fly out Monday. There's going to be other stuff to go on. You can sightsee. You're going to be inside First Avenue, but there's going to be other things to see. Calhoun Square. I'm sure so, Excuse me. some people are going to be making the trek to Paisley Park. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, it's going to be an emotional week, but it's or a weekend. It's going to be great, though. And here's another thing. We're going to get into... We talked about Questlove. We're going to get into another DJ thing. But what I'm hearing for... I just want to give you guys a heads up. Um, tentative date... I'm hearing now for the memorial concert that will be made public for the concert in Minneapolis. I'm hearing a tentative date late September. We're hearing about the 25th, possibly the 24th. That's not set in stone. I told you it was not looking like August was going to happen. I tried to give you the heads up without getting myself in trouble, so I'm trying to give you the heads up right now. I'm hearing something about the 25th. I really want a memorial for the fans, not just the concert. Because I understand what they're trying to do with the concert and money and other things. The fans need the memorial. Like, I can't stress that enough. Got to do it. And the city of Minneapolis, they're willing to work with them, man. Like, let's stop. Everyone get on the same page. Not same page, different book. Same page, same book. Okay? Now, we talked about Questlove being in the mix. What we're hearing is DJ Brother Jules about 20 years ago made this amazing mega mix called the Remix Experience. It is in my car bumping right now, and I have not stopped bumping it since last weekend. Bumping. Ugh. Bumping. Every every word that someone wants to hear lets you know it's a cool white guy saying bumping. <laughs> but trust me, honey, it's really cool. I mean, his system is probably better than mine right now. He's got the truck. So it probably is mm-hmm. bumping. It is. You know, the, I love the first line says, hey, 
you know, if you got a weak stereo or something, you know, you better be careful because this this is this has got some heavy bass. I forgot the line. Sorry, but you know what? My truck can handle it. So your truck. For those that, you know, are new fans, younger fans, when he says bumping, he wants to say his truck, his sound system is lit. So that's what it means. We're going to transfer these words I thought you're not, spo- you're not allowed to drive lit. I'm sorry. You no, get lit. Don't you get a DUI if you do that? You're not supposed to drive <laughs> with a truck with your eyebrows on fleek. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so Brother Jules, 20 years ago, he was commissioned to do a love jam remix experience uh so it was talked about it was done um i don't know if prince reached out to him recently i don't think he did but it was always something in the cards to be done so because people were asking me is brother jules legit i'm like yeah he's legit i go yes it was commissioned i know it was talked about it is something that prince wanted at one time prince constantly changes his mind it's just like the musicology dvd they printed up a nice booklet, nice fat booklet, DVD. They had a thing, Life of the Party, disc one was the Detroit shows. They had all this stuff ready. And then, like, the crew was waiting around to hear from Prince. And then he comes back. He's like, I'm done with it. You guys weren't working on it? You were waiting for No, I'm done. You got to kind of read his mind. And if you don't, stuff gets left in the past. But I know that it was commissioned to Brother Jules at one time. So regardless of anything, whether it was now or 20 years ago, it doesn't matter. We want to hear it. For sure. So let's hear it. Brother Jules has skills. It's such a great mix. If you guys haven't seen it, you can find it online. Just search for the Remix Experience. Well, that's it. I think it's also remixexperience.com or whatever, oh. right? For the new one. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you sign on the up. List. Right. You sign up and you get on the list. So, you know, when the information comes out. Because you're going to get both now. You're going to get the old one. Maybe updated. I don't know. He didn't say there's going to be extra songs to it, but you'll have the better sound. Yep. And then you're going to have this new version. So I can't wait. Get up on it. I'm I'm in 100%. Whatever he did, what he did 20 years ago was phenomenal. And I'm down for whatever he does. If it's love songs or if it's just an, a new mix, I'm buying it. So it's, it's a all love good. mix. Oh, sucky. You know, you can just imagine the jams they can put on that. I might have to drive to Minneapolis instead of fly. Well, <laughs> You know, if Brother Jules, like, he should be there in oh. front of First Avenue or whatever, like, yes. hey, I got the CD ready, blah, blah, blah. You have his Bluetooth speaker out there just bumping it and throwing Fruity, copies. Tootie, fresh and foodie. Damn. Fruity, foodie. Foodie. Fruity. Because, you know, if it's bumping, it's lit. <clears throat> All right. I'll be lit in my truck. Speaking of a more of a somber note for us uh, right now, over the weekend, we got word. Of course, I put the story out and I give like the rep of everything. And there's still people like, Oh, are you sure it's true? I've gone this. I don't know how many years you can break stories and be accurate with stuff and not be wrong and not to be arrogant. But well, people don't want to, people don't want to believe bad news, but it was Shaka Khan said wow. she had, she was booked for the California state fair. Uh, this week. Where is that up North? Yeah. Sa- Sacramento. Where was it? Sacktown around there okay. sacramento b was one of the first people okay. to uh confirm it as well but she canceled her shows to check into rehab for prescription meds mm-hmm. not weed i know that her um it's interesting because then they added on later and i totally knew this because someone was hitting me up i'm like yeah she got she kicked the habit before also with weed um because her sister was having trouble raising her kid so 
Shaka took custody of the kid and got clean. Now, I guess what's happening is it's her sister and her need help. So they're both checking into rehab. And of course, I knew it was going to come. And I don't think Shaka is doing, doing anything by it, but just lets it be known that she's taking it very seriously that it is because of Prince that she decided to check into rehab and all this stuff. And that's just hard to hear. But look, Shaka, by her own admission, when cameras caught her a couple months ago, she was supposed to be part of the BET tribute, not to sing. But she's going to do an introduction, kind of like what Dave Chappelle did. That didn't happen. Kind of like a no-show with Questlove, although Shaka wasn't advertised. So You mean D'Angelo? D'Angelo. Yeah, yeah. Who did I say? You said Questlove. Questlove was there. <laughs> he was plain. He didn't speak. And that Beautiful Ones was on point. Yes. So Questlove was there. Yeah. D'Angelo was not. Sorry, Quest. Slip of the tongue. But, um, but yeah, that's pretty touching that Shaka, I mean... You know, it's just tough, dude. Well, if 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 anything comes out of the passing of Prince, we'd hope that there's other people that see look at themselves and see that, and hopefully this is going to save Shaka's life. Jeez, man, Prince was a fan of Shaka when he started out. Like, think about that. Sweet thing, tell me something good. Like, just rough. And then I feel for you. Her covering in '84, him getting a Grammy off of it, like. tough stuff so chaka get get well well. get well get better and we can't wait to see you again right out there she'll be off she's one of the people that have been reached out for the tribute concert along with patty labelle i can already tell you the time was asked for september 25th that's not happening Mm. so um they are reaching out to people but there's some other there's other politics involved so you know, the revolution thing will be fine. You know, it may not be what everyone needs yet, but it may be something that they want. Well, I have a feeling they're going to do a great job. I mean, you know, they, they've they taken their time. It's been a couple months, and so now they announced it. So who knows? Uh, they said they were going to go on tour, right? So maybe this is just kind of the, the beginning of something they'll announce after that once they get, you know, the media and stuff. 100% they're going to be coming to LA and other places. Absolutely. Um, another thing that I kind of want to go on while we're here in the somber part of the podcast is uh, John Blackwell. I don't know what's happening with musicians and them having attacks on stage. The one guy from a metal band, he died while playing drums on stage. And they're saying, oh, that's what he wanted. We would have wanted to happen. Then you have Joe Perry earlier yeah. this week playing he's he's the guitarist for Aerosmith he was playing with Hollywood Vampires with Alice Cooper and Johnny Depp he had a cardiac arrest on stage John Blackwell apparently there's no video footage of thank god um but apparently he had a little bit of a seizure on stage himself and they're not really saying what it is at first they thought it may have been brain tumors uh they have a GoFundMe page up for John they've raised close to 30,000 and he closer to 50,000 they're even asking for 40,000 to get him back from Japan over to here I don't think he had medical insurance. That's something that happens with a lot of musicians. Isn't there like a union or something that they're in? Like the actors? No. There's no union for musicians? Nope. Wow. And see, like, this is it. Like, you'd hear so much stuff talking about Prince, and then, like, freaking someone's appendix would have to be taken out, and they didn't have medical insurance because he didn't provide it, but he would take care of the bill, you know? Like, whoever John Blackwell was touring with, and he's toured in Japan a lot over the years, there's no insurance and it just sucks, dude. Yeah. Like this year has just been 
ridiculous. It's crazy. Now yeah. I read something about I think his wife. It was his wife that posted right that said mm. that he's he's in the hospital in Japan still, but they're right. trying to get him to get Florida. him the medical a medical flight with doctors to uh, to Florida. And she yeah. even said she was going to go, but now she's not to save the money. Right. So wow. I mean, it's, she just wants to get him back here. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully they get you know if you guys want to contribute, I'm sure you can find it online. Contribute what you can. Every little bit helps, and get John back to the states where he can be uh, helped. You know, this year, man, has just sucked. And I guess I'm going to talk about a little health thing that I've been uh, going through. I'm not going to harp on it too much. Um, been kind of needing surgery for something for a little bit. Um, Want to get things? It, it was diabetic related. I wanted to kind of get things under control uh, for a little bit. And I had it under control for over a year. Um, I have um, a friend passed in January. I'm like, okay, still planning on March, April, going through all procedures, trying to take medicine to see if I don't need the surgery. Um, February happens. A friend takes her own life, a former coworker from... Um, for a while, uh, not recent coworker. Then kind of like, okay, you still have to sign. Like maybe I should wait. I'm still having like d- doctor's appointments. I'm being a little bit more hesitant. And it's kind of like, okay, let's see. Hopefully, no one in March passes away. So I still have more doctor's appointments for March. Have stuff set up for April. March, a friend from high school has cancer for the fourth time. Loses the battle. Although some people say that they won because she was a fighter to the end, but it Sorry, just man. just sucked. So I'm like, all right, I'll take my meetings in April. But if anyone passes in April, I ain't doing it. Like I had a friend come from Australia and I'm talking about like I need out this surgery. Not really telling too many people about it. That's just how I am. I've always been kind of private with it. And then um, <sighs> here comes April. And I'm like, all right, well, we made it past April 15th, the midpoint. Then we have the scare of Prince, the April 17th thing. I'm out there. You know, things are a little bit weird. And then April 21st happens. And I'm like blown away by everything. I go four months in a row. Someone I know in his past. It's just ridiculous. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm not having the surgery this month. I'm not going to have it in May. I'm going to wait. If there's no one I know that passes in May, I'm gonna do it so may happens i'm counting the days like may 21st okay nothing and of course may has 31 days in it so an extra day to like freaking for something to happen who knew um, that dr funkenberry was uh, so superstitious it is it's just it's just weird stuff and it's kind of like it's surgery you know what like something could happen you just sure. don't know right you know like look what happened to joan rivers just with throat surgery and then stuff happens so um May goes by, no one I know passes, but I'm just afraid that I'll find out about someone passing away in May. So, oh, so you give it a few days. You give it a few no, days. Make no. sure. Oh, June first, eight thirty in the morning. I'm, I want to have that surgery. Let's do it. Let's get it scheduled. <laughs> <sighs> it needed to be done. Um, it's more painful than I thought it was going to be. 
I thought I was Mr. Badass. I was going to be walking around four days later. Da, 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 da. They're all telling me you got to wait a few weeks to work out. I'm like, what? Come on. What are you talking about? I had these events planned. I figured I was going to go to the premiere of Secret Life of Pets. I thought I was going to be going to this thing of Under the Cherry Moon. And I'm like, uh, I can't. Like, Chris is like telling me, uh, I don't think you're going to be ready by that. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? I'll be fine. Like, surgery was a success, by the way. I'm not really going to go into it. It was needed. Um, but it had to do with neuropathy, right? Nerves yeah, and diabetic stuff. neuropathy yeah. and whatever. And look, this is just, you got to take diabetes seriously. And you guys that don't, I want nothing to do with you because I need my stuff to be on check. And if you're not having yours on check, I can't be surrounded by that. It's so important. And people just don't understand. Like mm-hmm. I'm walking down the street and I can't walk as fast as I used to. And this is before the surgery. Yeah. Uh, you kind of have cars looking at you dirty, like get the fuck out of the way, man. Yeah, get I had, the, out the way. My gran- I had a grandpa that lost both legs because of uh, diabetes and the neuropathy that you know it it kills your legs if your if your nerves are dead if they don't work they don't work and so you know you gotta anyone that has diabetes or anything that's just been diagnosed take it seriously please. And then it's like you know the revolution sale comes on. I'm kind of like in bed on painkillers and then people are hitting me up about it. And then, like, I always have this thing, like, well, oh, geez, geez, kind of rude. Dr. Fungenberry, he's just rude. He doesn't care. I'm like, he's a snob. Um, so they're asking me questions, and it's like, you're kind of asking, like, two or three. And they keep asking, and I just kind of go, hey, kind of had surgery on the down low. I'm kind of, like, in bed right now. I just... You know, good luck. I see purple dinosaurs floating in the sky right now. I'm like, good good luck getting the tickets. Um, You know, and then they start asking questions like, what kind of, I'm like, when I say download, I'm not, I guess you were getting hit up about it. It's all good. Well, okay. People are concerned about you. And so, you know, of course, yeah, people want to know to make sure you're okay. And I want to let everyone know that. He looks and sounds amazing. Uh, he's up and about. So right. Dr. Funkenberry is back on his feet and it's all good. I so, just want to be able to work out. Like an out. Eskimo chill, right? I just want to be able to work out. Yeah, thanks. I just, it was needed. You know, I just, I, I'm i a pretty private person and I didn't want to know because you have some people that claim to be your friends with their frenemies and they're kind of like, ooh, I hope something happens to him in surgery that I can get that girl or, you know, or get his collection or stuff like this. There, there's that negative energy out there and I don't want to deal with it. Listen, so. I only said those things cause I had a little too much to drink and I saw Gosh. a couple CDs that I didn't realize even existed. Okay. But a lot, I don't even think he knew they existed, <laughs> but yeah. No, but you look great and you sound awesome. Thanks. Welcome back. That's it. Look, just you guys are diabetics. We're on this together. It's a silent battle. It really sucks that people don't know how bad it is. Well, you even admitted you you admitted that you kind of took it for granted for a while. Yeah. Because you thought everything was okay. Stuff started failing and it fails quick, yo. Like your feet, like it's always numb. Mm -hmm. I'm always going to have that feeling. Mm -hmm. It just sucks. Yeah. So be on top of it, man. If you're if you're diagnosed with diabetes, take that stuff seriously. Don't go overboard. Give yourself some stuff and make sure your sugar is in check and other things. Drink lo- a load of water. Dominic Wilkins has it in a gallon and a half a day he drinks. So as Chris sees, I got my lemon water out right now, drinking it. And that's usually what I do with the podcast. Let's just get back to more fun stuff. You know? Thanks for, thanks for yeah. But so... Then other stuff going on. 
Pfft. All right, can I just can I just talk about that Britney Spears video? <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? Sure. What, the, sure. the private. Sh- okay, well, I know you saw it. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. No, right before we started uh, recording today, off air, uh, he he showed me this little teaser video from Britney Spears, and uh, yeah, it was definitely a tease. It's on. It's got to be on her page or something, right? Her body. So so, just talk about it. Explain what it is. It's just a freaking twenty second video of Britney kind of taking off her clothes, not revealing too much, but just showing how amazing her and shape her body is. Well, it had to be a promo for something, right? Do we even know what it is, or was it just, just this hashtag of- private show? But it has most likely to do something with her Vegas uh, residency. Now, is that still going on? I I don't really follow Britney Spears that closely anymore. Yes. And I kind of like a friend from Vegas who listens all the time. Christina was, uh, thank you for listening. I've known her forever. Uh, she wants me to get to Vegas soon. And I'm like, hey, you said at the room. And I kind of mentioned something about wanting to see Brittany because I think the person I'd be bringing would want to go too. And then um, she was like, oh, no, it's about J-Lo. And I went, oh, J-Lo. Like, what? The There's s- always room for J-Lo. <laughs> that the booty oh Um, lord okay back on track so Um, so it's Vegas shows so it's a it's a is she changing it or is she probably she's using different songs (laughs) i mean look j-lo loves things too let's not let's not let's not be on britney's butt but there's a lot of vegas shows but um yeah that britney video kind of got a lot of attention in my opinion well i saw we looked at it and there's already 1.8 million views and i hadn't even heard about it and so. just plays on a loop for those horny guys that <laughs> ridiculous speaking of better stuff actual real musicians bruno mars the mohegan sun they're having like a 30th anniversary special bruno is booked for uh, october at the mohegan sun in chicago in uh connecticut not not over here right the one on the east uh, coast maybe i'm the one that's in the middle of nowhere that yeah. don't ever drive there in the dark you'll never find it let me um see which one it is so I'm not getting it wrong because I'm sure the Bruno fans are going to let me have it. You know, Bruno Mars, that's probably the one artist that's out now that I haven't seen live that I am dying to see live. Oh, yeah, and Maxwell. <laughs> but but Bruno. Seen, okay. Yeah, we've seen Maxwell, but anyway. Yeah, Bruno Bruno is one of those guys. I'm, he needs to be He yeah. needs to be out now. He oh, needs to he come out. He's in Sun Arena. It is in Connecticut. I was okay. right. Whew. Just like getting my facts straight, such I don't have stuff in front of me, but we like to be off the cuff. So you listeners in Connecticut, get ready. Man, there's going to be some Bruno fans because he's been recording a new album. He may drop another a new song or whatever at that show. So who knows? But I think it's a one-off. I'm not expecting a Bruno tour yet. I don't think the revolution is a one-off. I do think that they're going to be doing a tour. Uh, and I just got a thought. Speaking of the revolution tour, could you imagine after they get more seasoned – Look, no disrespect. It's been a while since they played. Okay, they're they more season. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Don't say it. A time and revolution tour. Oh, what? Could you imagine? Maybe again, Sheila in the mix. Uh-oh. The MPG Divas. That could be a new triple threat. Mm. The triple threat millennial edition. The time... The revolution touring together. <laughs> that would be great. And see, here's another thing. And I don't know how how Morris is on this, but before Prince passed, 
Prince was wanting Morris's son and others to make like a new time and have his son, Morris's son, be the, the new Morris. Oh, wow. I don't know how Morris was about that, but hey, hmm. just just putting it out there. There you go. I don't know anything about that. It just sounded good. Sounds good you to know. me. I've never seen his son. Is he a musician? He sounds like him from what I'm told. Well, okay. I'll be honest. If Prince said he was okay, I'm sure he's okay. Especially with a lot of young talent that Prince was finding over the past few years that may not have had the success that others have had, but mm-hmm. really now there's only about five artists in the world that are successful now. And all the rest of the other musicians are just struggling. I mean, look at Joe Jonas and Demi Lovato touring together, but you have Taylor Swift up there, Katy Perry up there, Bruno Mars up there. There isn't as many people up there anymore. So, well, doesn't it seem that in the music industry that you've got your super superstars, right? And then nobody else. Yeah, it's like it's like the you know there's no middle class in the music industry. Just anymore. like the VH1 Hip Hop Honor Awards yesterday, and you had Rich Homie Kwan doing a Notorious B.I.G.'s "Get Money," and he messed up the lyrics oh, because you can't do that. There's only the top, and then there's everyone else, right? And they don't have the respect for the music they used to have. I mean, look, as Questlove said, "Get Money" was so respected. That Tupac, when doing a diss track, had to put Take Money and make a whole diss, diss track called Hit Him Up. Uh, <laughs> craziness that Rich Homie Kwan dropped the ball like that. Puffy gave him a dirty look, but I hear Faith Evans has already forgiven him and other stuff. But it's just like, man, like, look, this is how rough people were on BET. Like, man, you better get that tribute on point. You know, tributes aren't working like they used to. I mean, David Bowie's Lady Gaga tribute was slammed. Just sucks, dude. But that, but that's what I'm saying is, is because you have these top tier. And it just really sucks because when I'm watching award shows, I'm watching these things. I keep seeing the same studio musicians or live musicians, the exact same ones being used for different acts. That's what I'm talking about. Is they they came and have like a freaking touring band. They just had these hire musicians for the special uh, performances or award shows. It's ridiculous. Right. It's, there's no there's no boy bands anymore. There's no freaking boys to men, you know, because the money is so little. You got to make money by going solo. I mean, look, dude, Miguel, as much as I like him, Neo, they'd all be in a boy band if the money could be made. But it just isn't there. And they're trying to do the solo stuff and it just they're not making as much money as they should. Look, that's no disrespect to Miguel. I like Miguel. No disrespect to Neo. I love Miguel. I love Neo. But they're not on that level to where it's stuff in the eighties and nineties where you can have these multi artists with success. Yeah. In the eighties and the nineties, there was the top three Prince, Michael, Madonna, but there was, there was another level. You had the Lionel Richie's, you had the George Michaels. Mm-hmm. You had even Britney Spears and all this stuff. And Justin Timberlake, Justin Timberlake is on that level. Yeah. Britney yeah. is not, but it really does seem like there is only five. And then the, the middle ground is very, very low. Yeah. And it just sucks. The music industry right now. What do you think hurting. are the, what's, what's the reason for that? Do you think, is it, you know, can, you know, these big corporate sponsors and that's why they're getting all this huge money for corporate sponsorship. So you only have the top, top, top tiers making all the money. I blame radio. I blame MTV. I blame YouTube for not paying the artists what they're worth. I blame iTunes. It just sucks, dude. Like, look, we run into the same problems being the little guys. We, 
I'll post on my fan page that has thousands of followers, but um, if it's certain links of websites that pay Facebook or whatever or Instagram photos, it gets done. With our with our podcast, each time I mention podcast, we're blacklisted unless less of you guys see it. So I have to put up new show up and put an Instagram photo, click on the Instagram photo, and it'll be in the bio. <laughs> you gotta guys have to have you guys play a little game to get to it. Yeah. So it's it's like you said, it's the so it is the big companies that are controlling who's getting what and who sees what even. Absolutely. Like look, dude. Sponsored what, ads. It's it's whoever pays gets their uh gets their stuff out there. It sucks. Yep. It's just like the whole Pokemon Go thing and all that crap. I mean What's that? <laughs> let's not get into it. But I'm just like it's like the BET Awards. That would last like for a week or two to everyone get talked about. By the next morning, it's forgotten. Yeah. It just isn't what it used to be. And it's because of these people that are just greedy. That real music is just lost in the mix. But YouTube, the artists aren't getting paid. You know, you don't have instant gratification. You don't have an MTV anymore. There should be a 24-hour music network. I know that the labels discussed it, but they could never get on track with it because they want certain artists, blah, blah, blah. Um, it just sucks. I don't know what else to say. And the radio is the same freaking five songs. Like, there's only five songs in the world. So, whatever. But then we have... Really good music, and we're going to get to that in a minute. Uh, people that I followed for a while, we're going to close out the show with that. But that's it. you got to go to the live shows and hope that you don't get disappointed that well, they can actually play live. Well, and the way I kind of like to think about it is the way it used to be where in the old – I'm just thinking like the old, 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 old days. They recorded music. Why? Before things were lit. <laughs> Before they were lit. Okay. Before they were bumping even. But – um. <laughs> um people would record their music to get them to come out to the live shows. You know, records were something that they, you know, the music industry didn't exist, you know, to make recorded music. Music was live. Music was an experience. Re well, records came so that you could take home or, or listen at your own home of what you're supposed to see live. It's almost like it's coming for a circle. Like Prince did that. He, he made records to promote his live show. He wanted people right. to come see him. Not right, when listen. Extra Lovable was released, it was first released to promote the Canadian tour, the Canadian tour dates. Kind of like back in the day when James Brown had a new record out to promote a new tour. Exactly. That's Things, the way it should be. Go to the live show. That's where they make their money, right? That's where the artists right. make their money. And then what you had was, and of course, in the late 70s, early 80s, you had Solid Gold and Soul Train where all the artists had a lip sync on it because some of the people that you thought were performing the song really weren't performing the song. I mean, video did kill the radio star. I mean... There's a guy, Christopher Cross. He was huge, huge. When you get caught between the moon and New York. Yeah, now you know why I do podcasts. Anyway. But, <laughs> hey, don't, don't trip on Christopher Cross. He was one of my favorites. But I'm just saying. He, but he has a face for radio. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got a face for radio and TV and a body for other stuff. <clears throat> anyway. Check. Check, please. <laughs> But Christopher Cross had the face for radio, and then he would go on these shows and sing, and you'd be like, oh. And it kind of hurt his career, like for real. Then you have Millie Vanilli. Like, it's interesting now is like, if you get caught lip syncing, your career used to be ruined. Now it's, oh, everyone's doing it, blah, blah, blah. Tell you what, I'm not everyone is getting my money to go see a show. Not everyone is getting promotion from me 
to put you on blast, to put you out there. If you're a real musician, like say a Gucci, you're going to get promoted. That's it. If the only thing you know how to play is with two things between a guy's legs, it ain't happening, honey. Sorry. Peace. And that's why we promote Andy Ello. And she's real. Look, Demi Lovato can sing. Joe mm-hmm. Jonas can sing. Mm-hmm. Those are people that I promote. I haven't heard her version of Purple Rain yet because I just can't do it. But Who, Demi Lovato? Yeah, Demi. Dude, her skyscraper, that's when I start really paying attention to her. Yeah, and no, she's, she's good. Some of her views, she gets caught up in the whole social media game. Yep. They all do. <sighs> yeah. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed the show. We're going to close it out now. Speaking of great live music, David Ryan Harris. He's toured with John Mayer forever. He's plays these great solo shows all around. He's actually going to be touring with Gabe Dixon. And the tour dates just got announced today. I don't see anything in the West Coast yet. Hopefully that changes. It's September, October. Uh, but David Ryan Harris does this song called Pretty Girl. It's just so amazing. Along with other songs like The Sweetest Berry. But Pretty Girl Live. Um, he'll add in other songs like a little bit of sexual healing. I want you to want me even some new stuff, but then he'll throw in the most beautiful girl in the world and he can hit that high falsetto. And it's just amazing. Like, well, well it sounds like we're going to have to go see him when he comes out. Here you got to see David Ryan Harris. In fact, when Andy Allo was putting a band together and Prince was like, hit me up. I'm like, you gotta check out this David Ryan Harris cat, man. Um, but David Ryan Harris is a tribute uh, to Prince did the beautiful ones. And I don't like people covering Prince's songs, but he did it respectfully. He didn't go crazy in on the screaming. Um, it's just an amazing, amazingly beautiful version of the beautiful ones that I want to close out the show with and have you guys listen to. Here's David Ryan Harris with the beautiful ones. Thank you guys so much. Much love. Keep it funky. This is Dr. Funkenberry and Chris signing off. Until next time. Baby, baby, baby. What's it gonna be? Baby, baby, baby. Is it him or is it me? time Don't make me lose my mind Baby Baby, baby, baby Can't you stay with me
you, baby. I'm 